So today we're going to talk about poo encrusted hair. <laughs> Ew, I don't, I wouldn't listen no. to that. <laughs> Lexi is here. She's going to tell us all about it. You watched oh a Ravens game. I did. But it's not about that. It's about who else was watching the game. Well, of course, I always bring it back to Jordan. Do you want a jello shot? You're at work. Do you want one? Okay, so Leslie brought a friend tonight. <laughs> and the first thing out of her mouth is, do you want a jello shot? <laughs> I don't know. You're at work. That's how it goes. Hi, Lexi. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Hi. If you need one, you oh. can have one. I, I might. Mean, I'll see how this are goes. Intimidating. First. So I've been listening, and I do have bangs. Only because I used to always have really long bangs, and then recently I've been cutting them shorter. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like I didn't even realize that I. All of a sudden, I'm like, I might need Botox. We want to see. It's, no, it's, what's it's under it's there? You. She was indicating the angry eleven. Yeah, I have the eleven. You got nothing, girl. I have concealer on. Do you know I have a 12-day workout. (laughs) That's right. You have been up since, what time did your shift start? 6.30. But she's here because she has a fabulous story that she has told now a few times that I need her to share. I'm just happy that you have recruited someone else so I don't have to tell yet another story that I hope my mother will never hear. I know. (laughs) That's what I was telling her. I said, we're just ourselves and we tell how we're very vulnerable. Well, Heather feels more vulnerable in this I feel podcast. naked. You feel naked. But I know Lexi because when I first moved to Seattle, I lived in a little area called Fremont. And the best thing about our little townhouse was there was a coffee shop. Literally, like, I could put my pajamas on and walk across the street. Lexi was a barista there. We would go there every morning and I would put on my little sales suit because I was a sales rep for a pharmaceutical company. And I always looked miserable. And they were so no, lovely. No. All the boys thought Leslie was the cat's pajamas. Why didn't you tell and, me that? No, because, and my all whole the girls life could be different had now. crushes on Miles, so it was like this. Aww, it was this little so girl. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm being intrusive because I'm pushing <laughs> this microphone. She likes it. There we go. Oh, okay. I take out all of our breaths. Oh, you do? Any breath that I can. Sometimes I can't get them out. But you can edit out my breathing. Oh wow. Yeah, you don't have to hold your breath. You're okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> And if it'll make you feel better. (sighs) 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 I didn't know you could do that. Somebody is listening to the heavy breathing and it is doing the trick for them. It is. Episode four, fetishes. God, you're so good with knowing what we discussed on every episode. I haven't heard that one. I was stuck on bangs and Botox. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorites. Um, So when I was in line one day at the little Ladro, cute little Lexi is like, I'm starting my externship for school today. Oh. And I said, for what? And she's like, I'm going to be a veterinary technician and work with animals. And I was like, what does that mean? She told me all about what it meant. And then a year later, I was like, I'm doing it. I want to work with animals, too. And here we are, I all three it. of us I somehow yeah. tied together by animals. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, Leslie, for recruiting someone to tell us a story today. Before you tell us a story, I listen to other podcasts because I'm not monogamous with Leslie, which is hurtful. I know. I know. Sad about it. I try to get it out there. Talk it through. Uh, (laughs) We're open. So one of the things that the Papaya podcast does is when they introduce people, they have them introduce themselves as what defines you. It doesn't have to be what you do for a living. A lot of times when I think about it that way, I'm like, I love dogs. And, you know, I did that recently when I was at home and my entire family was just looking at me like, tell him you're a radio DJ. Tell him, (laughs) 
tell him some impressive stuff about you. Mm. And I'm like, I love dogs. I volunteer with dogs. And it did not go over well. But in this space, it will go over well. I also love dogs. I really do. I love dogs. I love cats, but I love dogs. I grew up kind of a little different in Northern California, part-time in San Francisco and part-time off the grid in Humboldt, Mendocino County. Watch Murder Mountain on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That'll give you a a little bit of background on that. Did you grow marijuana? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was literally just imagining a child skipping through a hemp field. That's her. No, but it's more like just plucking the leaves. Did you have like a Holly Hobbit outfit on when you were doing it? I could see it. Oh, God, no, stretch pants. Stretch pants and the like mismatchy socks, the bad 90s. So (laughs) everything that they did in San Francisco, I would bring up there. The cool music from my mixtapes that I got off the radio. Even then it was a little bit behind, but half hippies and then me trying to fit in somehow in between like the city kids and then the country kids. Kind of a weird mix. And it sort of lasted. Like I, I still kind of think of myself as being a little bit of a half country city mouse did you watch punky brewster and be like what a pussy because you're you're so interesting (laughs) oh my god no punky was like my fave i love punky yeah mine too but i always was like "Ooh, she's a rebel and i'm listening to you and i'm like (laughs) i was the good kid though that's the thing my school was a one-room schoolhouse kind of thing so very small three people in my grade three yeah i graduated with 17 and i thought that was insane yeah three but i was definitely like the good kid compared to all the kind of rebellious that culture kind of stayed with them and i was like i'm going to college and i'm not going to do this my whole life, but um, still a lot of my friends are there and it's a really weird time right now. Because um, of the legalization yeah, of it. It's kind of rough. It's been interesting for them. Maybe in some ways it'll grow to be a better thing, but it's a change in culture entirely. Hmm. That, I think, shaped me as a person. It's a little bit a little bit outlaw. I have one more question. So have the recent wildfires affected your people? Not as much in the actual fire. Wine country fires are very, very close. So mm-hmm. some people have been affected by that. The big thing is just the no power. Four-hour lines to get gasoline. Mm-hmm. Um, one Recently? Community, yeah, last week. Oh, some people that are out there, they all have water on wells. And so when the power is out, they don't have water. So they're like hauling water to flush toilet and then trying to get gas to be able to run their generator to like power their cell phone and no internet. Yeah, it's been interesting for them, for sure. Wow. Which And there's no fires anywhere. No wind, beautiful sunny day, and they have no power. So explain that about California, since you're from there. Because Heather and I had experience mm-hmm. once when we were doing an animal rescue. Back to what, episode one or two? One. But when we did this animal rescue trip, we woke up in the hotel and Uh-oh. there was no power. Like there was power because Heather was just finishing putting her makeup on and then the power went off. <laughs> oh, no. And then... We were like, there's a mass shooting going on in the hotel and they've cut everybody off. Crazy what your brain goes to now, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's what we were talking about. But then we learned it was a brownout. What's so crazy is that it has nothing to do with your area that you're in. So you could be somewhere that's not affected by the fire at all. But just because the routing of the lines are somewhere where it's windy or there's fire danger, they, they just take off the whole area. Wow. Like, it's probably not that big of a deal if you are in a big, you know, metropolitan area, but the people who are sort of almost off the grid, it's even worse. No heat, no water. Crazy for a whole week. Well, this makes my story I wanted to oh. tell about last night, like nothing. Do tell. Well, the Ravens beat the undefeated Patriots of New England, which was a huge deal. And I'm a crazy Ravens fan. So it was me and the cat and the dog. And I'm like jumping up and down and screaming. And the cat disappeared like before halftime. He's like, I'm out. The woman's crazy. Chewy kind of tried to hang in. But like every time I would scream, she'd look at me like I was nuts. 
And then I thought about texting you, Heather, because at one point during this game, I'm like so happy, but we know who's a huge New England Patriots fan. The Boston area, Massachusetts. Oh, Jordan Knight. Jordan Knight, right? Right. And as much as I was happy, and it's just amazing how I can bring everything back to Jordan, is that I thought, I bet you Jordan and I are both sitting here right now watching this football game. And we'd be on opposite sides because it did not make me have any sympathy for the Patriots. Well, I was just thinking if you two were in an actual relationship together, like outside of your head. (laughs) You could be sitting there watching the game and having sexy bets whenever. Oh, I know. I didn't even think about where we could go with the bets. Sad. I could have consoled him. I could have consoled him. You know what I love about Lexi? Which she goes, you know, I mean, it could happen. (laughs) I actually could really see it. That's the thing. I really (laughs) think it would be a good. I I could see it. Your match. Your match. That's why I love Lexi. She indulges in my fantasy. You do too. I think that it's very possible. I said to <laughs> I really Leslie, do. you know, people buy lottery tickets, whatever, one in uh, yeah, a billion knows? of a chance. We just have to connect you. Well, he's married and I'm Ooh. not a homewrecker. I'm also married. I what should mention to that. You? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to behave. Okay. I'm crazy Listen tonight. To any Lexi's other episode. <laughs> I'm trying to behave. Lexi's here, you know. I'm having a jello shot. Yay! Okay, you go for it. Well, you have a jello shot. You haven't listened to every podcast, but I'm compelled to mention that normally I say someone is married and Leslie responds with, well, you don't know what's going on in someone else's life. <laughs> That's, I do. <laughs> what if it's true love? That's right. I do. You don't just have a jello shot. You have a six pack of jello shots in multiple flavors. I do. I have sea breeze and orange cream. Are, are we allowed? What is this, a frat party? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love you two right now. (laughs) Hold on. I love that you did the sound effect. So they're sticking their fingers, rolling them along the edges because they're professionals. They've done this before. Okay, now watch this move. She's now squeezing it into the top. So it's one nice mouthful. I'm like straight up alcoholic today. (laughs) You know me well enough. I do not have any substance abuse addictions or issues. Today, like, I went to my old neighbor's Before house. Before I got to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I've been out drinking since, like, 4 o'clock today. No. With two little girls. No, seriously. <laughs> I just looked at I Leslie like, you're just, like, I'm serious. Wait, are these the little girls that knock on your door and be like, does Chewy need a walk? Yes. It really was them? Yes, because they oh, moved. No. They moved. So now they knock on your door and they're like, does Leslie want to get hammered? <laughs> yes. I went over to their new home. They made this lovely cheese plate and I brought a bottle of wine for my crazy wine tasting trip. I love this family and I'm not mentioning names. It's okay. And they'll probably never hear this, but they will allow their little girls to taste the wine. They're European. So it's just a different type of culture. And I'm telling you, that little five-year-old, she took that <laughs> wine glass with both hands and was like, gunk. Her mom's like, that's enough. And she's like, we have company. I said, do you really like the way that tastes? She goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I never would have liked alcohol at that oh, no. age. I mean, sometimes I still don't like it. I drink for a purpose. And so I'm like, you know, you're my type. You like cheese plates? You want to have a glass of wine? We could go out, hang out one night. Chewy, come on. Right? It's everybody. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, 
okay, no problem. Was just rejected by a five-year-old who likes to drink, but you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> well, we will never reject you. And as the official timekeeper, we're 12 minutes in, and I'm dying to hear this Lexi story that you've been teasing me about. Oh, she doesn't even know. I well, don't know uh, anything. No, it's I my most horrifying nightmare story. It's it's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. So I was living in San Francisco at the time in a residential hotel. So there's like small little rooms and you have shared bathrooms kind of on either side down the hall. I was living there with my little dog. Uh, Loris is her name. Chihuahua Terrier. Wait, there's a Chihuahua in this story? Yes. She's I know. so cute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You She's would love dog. Loris. She's oh. wonderful. Got one white paw. That's a whole nother story if I tell oh you my about gosh. the ghost paw. But so we're living there and there's a great Indian food restaurant down the street. And so I went to pick up some Indian food. It was like the day before Christmas Eve. I have a bunch of great girlfriends who live in the city and a couple of them worked at a bar over on Hate Street. We we're going to meet there. And because it's kind of a dead night in the bar anyway, we brought a bunch of like holiday fixins, mulled wine and eggnog and hot toddies, hot all the things rum. that you should not have all at once. though. So. <laughs> and so we all go and we're like, oh, gift exchange, drink a bunch of holiday drinks. It'll be really fun. So I grab this Indian food and I'm like, I'll just eat it as I'm getting ready. I'll hop in the shower, come out. It'll be cool enough that I can munch on it as I'm getting ready. And so I go take a shower. I come back and little Loris has eaten an entire adult portion of Indian food. So she just demolished all of my Indian <laughs> takeout. Wait, a, a chihuahua. A, Heather's like, face right now. Yeah. Like this already. She's like, yeah. oh, my God, this I this is not going to end Indian well. Food. So I'm sitting here with two LVTs. <laughs> And I am... Licensed veterinary technicians, yes. if you don't know. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm like a frequent flyer at the emergency oh, yeah. vet. So <laughs> what you're saying to me right now is my worst nightmare. Because I'm like, oh. what was in that Indian food? Was there onion? Was there garlic? Were oh. there raisins? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about the raisins. Honestly, I was just like, I can't believe you ate all that food. You're going to be sick. You seem okay. I didn't even think about that. I was just more annoyed like, oh, that can't be good. Oh. But <laughs> ate all that. I'm getting ready and I you know, fly out the door and I'm like, okay, take her out, blah, blah, blah. Go to my thing. I drank all the Christmas beverages. Any Christmas beverage you could ever imagine I had that night. My girlfriends had like got me a cab, sent me home. I'm in the cab and I'm kind of like swaying back and forth and I'm like, please get me home. And I live, it's above a blues bar in San Francisco Mm. too. So let me out a block away so I can kind of like stumble and kind of sober up before I go there in case everyone's out in the street because people will kind of do that and spew out after the music and I'm like, I don't want to see anyone. Got to sober up before I walk up the three flights of stairs to my room. I get there, barely can, you know, get my keys in and I go upstairs and I'm like, Laura, Come on, let's, we got, mama's got to take you to potty. And so we walk, we make our way down the stairs. And this poor dog, you have to remember, grew up in Seattle. She's less than a year old, so young thing. Even moving to San Francisco, we got there and there was like no grass anywhere. And she's like, where am I going to be? Mm-hmm. Like this place has no restrooms. So she would like crawl in planters and like try and stick her butt in a tree to try. And, and I'm like, this poor thing. So I walk her to the closest possible tree on the block. I can barely stand. It was bad, bad times. Get her to the tree and I'm like, oh, potty. Just do it. Go potty. And so she pees and I'm like, all right, we're going in. Mama's got gotta get to bed head to bed just hit the pillow i'm out and so i probably fall asleep for like an hour maybe an hour and a half and i wake up and i'm like something's wet like i'm my i feel like my head's wet my pillow's wet (laughs) kind of like looking around and i just don't understand what's going on so i flip the light switch gone to the bathroom (laughs) on my pillow i have rolled in it matted my hair in it somehow managed to like rub it on the walls behind my pillow so i turn on the light see all this immediately just (laughs) 
and then throw up on my own bed. And then I have to somehow manage to get covered in poop to make it to the shared restroom down the hall, hoping that no one sees me at three in the morning. I can't believe the smell didn't wake you. Indian food, chihuahua diarrhea. In your bed. In my hair. I really think that she was just sleeping and just. So this was like Mexican Indian fusion diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Because when a chihuahua eats Indian food. Yeah. Just like the worst. And I couldn't even like the next day, my friends were like, how'd you do? You left, you know, got you a cab. It was kind of a rough night. I was like, you have no idea how rough of a night it was. Couldn't even look at anyone for like, ever. and then, and now here I am telling anyone who will listen. So do you, <laughs> like, I thank you. I've like made her tell I this know. story. So when she first told me this story, we were actually at a work event. <laughs> A bunch of us went out to have a drink together because like our two bosses were fighting somewhere else in another bar. And we're like, oh, let's stay away from them. We'll hang out with each other. Why did I decide to? I don't think I ever really told anyone. We were all sharing stories about, I think, like our worst night drinking or just one of those nights. And Lexi pulls this one out. Hands down, every single like I think there was five of us sitting at that table were crying. Laughter. No offense. We're laughing (laughs) with you. It just was the image of this all happening and her coming home going, come on, Loris, mom is going to take you out. You but know? only to the first tree, like yeah. a jerk, like a jerk. It was my own fault. And she's <laughs> like, I gotta go. You didn't give me time. Oh, You uh. have the rare talent of being able to impersonate the drunk version of you, Thank you. when you are sober. <laughs> Yes. I mean, not everybody can do that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. We were talking about this before we came here at dinner. And I'm like, look, first of all, we talk about everything on this show. Don't be embarrassed. Like stuff like this happens to everybody. I mean, I don't, have you ever ha- had poop in your hair? Have you ever pooped yourself? I have. It's have happened. you? It's happened. <laughs> it's <laughs> it happened. Happens. And then you tell and then anybody else out there who's listening and it's happened to they're like, Oh, God, thank God it's not just me. I thought I was like a 35-year-old adult. And little uh, Loris. Yeah. yeah, I know. She I know. meant well. And I felt so bad. But in, in that state, too, of like being like, I can barely stand. And now I have to like make it down the hall and hope. What if someone had seen me? What would I have looked like? Like, uh, <laughs> can't even I'm imagine. I am not know. The worst. But I live to tell it. Uh, this is a good story. Well, I, I'm just sitting here. I'm quiet because I'm like, have I ever been covered in poo-poo? Now that I've opened the like disgusting floodgate. pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite story of uh, one a- of my favorite stories <laughs> ever because I oh. have eaten poop before accidentally, but I have never had it. Wait, you have my- eaten yeah. poo? Now you got to tell. Yeah, because I think that's how this all got started. Like we were talking either about drinking stories or just gross things that have happened to you. It's funny because Lexi has also been an internal medicine technician. One day... We had an Irish wolfhound. You, I'm oh. sure you know what that is. Mm-hmm. They are very large dogs. Beautiful, They're big old handsome. dogs. Yes. When you are doing internal medicine for animals and you have to do an upper lower GI, so endoscopy, colonoscopy, you know, they can't do the night before a prep where they clean themselves out. And by the way, you say Irish wolfhound and I am immediately imagining Colin Farrell as a dog. Rawr. Yeah. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we have to give enemas and to an Irish wolfhound, it's like this, it's a bag of fluids, man. I mean, it's like two liters, liters. if not more, (laughs) um, took like three people to kind of hold him. We were outside and like, I think I was feeding the actual tube into the buttocks (laughs) and 
I'm talking to my friend as I'm doing it. You get used to it. So you just mm-hmm. talk about things, probably what we're going to have for lunch. So sometimes, depending on the bag and everything and how much liquid has gone in, it starts squirting back out. <laughs> and I'm talking like I always mm-hmm. am. And it, I get a mouthful of juicy enema combined oh. with whatever was in that colon. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, I just ate enema. And like I drop it and I'm like spitting, you know, trying to get it out of my mouth. And I like run into the hospital freaking out about it. And I will tell you, whenever I had to give an enema after that, there was zero conversation. I was silent. My mouth was shut. And I was teaching in tech school at the time. So I told them that story when I was like, so when you give an enema, don't talk. And they're like, well, what did it taste like? I'm like, what do you think it tasted like? That's what I said. It poop actually tastes like poop. (laughs) That's what it tastes like. You know that stinky smell when you poop? That's what it tastes like in your mouth. I don't know, though. I think I'd almost rather have a little in my mouth than a lot in my hair. I'm not sure. Wait, really? I think so. No. 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 (laughs) Oh. I don't know. It was really bad, though. That was pretty gross. That's one of my grossest. And you know what? I am somebody who gets like grossed out by little kids sneezing. But yet I was able to take enema in my mouth with poop like a champ. Like dogs that, are, dogs okay. are just not as gross as right? children. I mean, we have seen so many gross things with animals and I can, but a kid sneezes and that green stuff starts oh. coming out of their noses their and I can hands. puke in a minute. Ew, and they touch it or they'll just pick their nose in front of you. They don't care. They're like, oh, what's up today? Oh, what? You want to hang out? Sure. Let me just get all the boogers out of my nose first. As soon as you indicated that this was dog feces, I was less grossed out than the thought of human. Oh mm. my God. I can't even imagine. Um, no. Not, no, not to make your horrific story. See, now I am getting nauseous again, though. But as soon as oh, you're like, no. I've eaten poop. I'm like, oh. tell me more. Oh, oh don't tell me. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like I put it on a plate at night because I have a weird like poop fetish thing. I know you don't. Oh, I don't. God, ew. No. ew, do you think people do? People have every fetish. Oh, my God. I think people do. Mm hmm. I don't even know where to go from there. Yeah. Like, how do you come back from that? I'm stuck. We I don't have to come back from that. I feel like we shouldn't end there. Where <laughs> else could this conversation, though, have gone with two <laughs> LVTs? So one thing that we like to mention every time is our Instagram. Lexi, are you following We're So Extra Podcast? <gasps> I am now. Yay! <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Yes. All right. Bye. <laughs> New content on Tuesday. And yes, Lexi is coming back.